0: Hello and welcome to the Ross and Gabby show. Now normally we go straight into a song, but there has been some massive news the past week, hasn't there, Gabby?
1: Oh yes, absolutely care to enlighten us, Ross Go on
0: Well on Friday, January the 31st, the United Kingdom left the European Union
1: Yes finally, the the long-awaited departure date for Brexit finally uh, confirmed, which, yeah, as you said, happened this Friday. So, so Ross, how did you choose to mark this uh, momentous occasion?
0: Well, I'm not going to give away my views on anything political, because this is a politically neutral show, but it was interesting. I observed that um, the Leavers were celebrating in London. Uh, In Parliament Square, there was a Mm -hmm. huge celebration, and, of course, Mr Brexit himself, Nigel Farage, was there um, with other prominent Brexiteers. Mm -hmm. Um, Of course, they didn't get Their way regarding Big Ben tolling because they'd wanted Big Ben to bong come the time of you know uh, I think it was 11 p.m. or midnight. Yes,
1: that was it. That was um, 11 p.m. Yeah, Yeah. uh, midnight Brussels time. That was it. That's
0: correct. Mm -hmm. Yes. So instead, they got a the the Brexiteers um, rented a massive sound system Mm -hmm. and played a recording of Big Ben. Uh Um, Many people (laughs) in the country who have just sick of Brexit and just wanted it done marked it without any passing, just accepted it's happening, Mm -hmm. and then some ultra hard remainers were against Brexit happening bring it all and they mm-hmm. had um, notably in Scotland outside the, the Scottish Parliament there was a, mm. the, probably the biggest um, protest in the UK at, at the time yes and it was you know a large contingent of Scottish nationalists but also people who were just Remainers and didn't want Brexit mm-hmm. to happen so I sort of I, I you know I marked it in York with my friends not nothing significant what about you Gabby uh,
1: for me it was just my usual Friday night really yeah. um, went to one of the many interesting bars around York chased some geese and then later had a had a well had a later than planned bedtime I guess so, to put it in PG terms mm, so, yes. PG terms exactly
0: <laughs> but you know I just sort of feel like regardless of the, what I'm sensing and correct mm. me if I'm wrong regardless of how you know people voted and let's be honest let's be frank the vast majority of students pe- young people voted to remain mm-hmm. but regardless of how you voted in that referendum I think a sizable chunk a majority even of the country is just glad this kind of that phase finally, has finally you know? yes
1: the date has passed and um, mm-hmm. we've done what we, we said we were going to do. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: we do get lots of messages in w- from people asking us to tell us what we voted. We're not going to do that because this is mm-hmm. one, a politically neutral show mm-hmm. and two, that kind of takes away from what this point of this show is, right Gabby?
1: Yeah, exactly, exactly and you know, it is a, a, a historical um, landmark you know, a, a turning point in history Absolutely. Um, so it's very, very important re- regardless of whether you chose to celebrate or um, Commiserate do or, or whatever, yeah. 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 This is a, a date that's going in the cal- calendars, ladies and gentlemen. So, um,
0: well, I think a lot of people were thinking that the the you know whether Brexit would happen or whether it was not going to happen was going round and round. It was going right round, round wasn't it?
1: Round in circles, right round. I'd say.
0: Well, here's the first song of the Ross and Gabby Show, season two, episode four. Gabby, okay. count us down.
1: And three, two, one. hit us <laughs>
0: That was Right Round by Flo Rida, featuring
1: Kesha, my girl. <laughs>
0: now, before we start the show, I want to say a special shout out to my younger brother, Inesco, as I call him, who is turning 23 today. So, happy birthday, Ines!
1: Happy birthday to you. Should I mention his name? No, we'll keep it. <laughs>
0: That's all the people in the studio celebrating yes. your birthday.
1: Yes, do you feel honored, feel privileged, my friend? Anyway, right. <laughs> um so yeah, Ross, um you did uh, give us a little snippet about what we're going to talk about today. It's going to um there was obviously a lot to cover with this, um the Brexit transition period. Um but we will try not to let it um uh, dominate our discussion too sure. much. But I think
0: yeah, that's a good point, Gabby's just made there because you know we said we even removed that segment from the season two of the Ross and Gabby show mm-hmm. because a lot of you out there were saying whilst we enjoy the other uh, current affair topics you do, we're mm-hmm. getting a bit sick of hearing about Brexit. Mm-hmm. But this, Gabby, we're going to do a few things about it, obviously. But Gabby's just trying to say we're doing less, I think. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. it. That's
1: we don't want, we don't want uh, you guys falling asleep at home or anything. <laughs> so, uh, but I, ge- I guess the big uh, question is what is going to happen next? Um, of course, with an overwhelming majority government we did see the eu withdrawal bill coast um quite nicely through the house of commons with ease um, uninterrupted but um so the transition period um it's set to end on the 31st of december um, so that's this year um, so we obviously remain in the eu customs union and the single market but of course um, outside political uh, institutions like eu commission court of justice all that yada yeah, yada yeah, yeah, no. um so uh, and of course there'll be no British members of the um, European Parliament either now interestingly now now the government has ruled out any extension of the transition periods which means there's just there's so much to do I know in this timetable there's so much to do um, so much to u- u- um, um, unpack and iron out uh, there's fishing rights security data protection systems' rights all of, all of these very very important things
0: fishing rights that is going to be a big big mm-hmm. issue because a lot of the now if you look at the political map of the United Kingdom you'll mm. notice that the Conservatives dominated in England mm. and you'll notice that in Scotland they only really did well in the traditional fishing communities because yes. all the fisher I'm, I'm generalising everybody but the fishing community Tended to back the Conservative Party mm-hmm. because they believed that uh, Brexit would return Scottish fishing to you know to Scottish yes, people.
1: Yes, absolutely correct. Yes, yes, yes. yes so that's it.
0: why the SNP didn't wipe out the Conservatives in the fishing communities. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, if the Conservatives want to hold on to their strongholds, their footholds in Scotland and o- mm-hmm. also in the north of England, where there's the fishing communities, you know, yes, um, then they're really going to have to deliver something regarding fishing.
1: Yes, yes, yes. Is a a very good point, well made, Ross. Um, we, I mean, I am keen to see how um, all of this, so sort of during this period, how this is going to affect our day-to-day lives. Now, inevitably, this is going to um, um, cover issues like the freedom of movement. Um, currently, let me—I'll get some get some uh, numbers out here. But there are there Ooh. are currently estimated around about 3.5 million EU citizens living in the UK, and about 1.5 million Brits um, living elsewhere in the block. So. During this uh, this transition period, the freedom of movement will remain in place, but after that, there will be a lot of administrative uh, procedures from national governments of Britain will have to complete in order to, well, in order to to safeguard their rights. So. Um, EU citizens living mm-hmm. in the UK will have to apply for settled status. Ah, um, I was, yeah, because this is what I was I mean, interesting. I, I mean, um, I have a lot of friends, sort of a lot of e, EU citizens, and this is what um,
0: they're talking about. Yeah. Is, for them, this isn't just something, some abstract concept. Mm. This, is, this is potentially shaping their legal rights to reside here, right?
1: Oh, well, this is it. This yeah. is it. And yeah. This is this is how it's impacting us and people close to us and our circle of friends and everything else. So, um, but. I, <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> um, sorry, it's not the uh, the coronavirus which we will cover. <laughs> well, I hope not.
0: Yeah, we'll cover that later. <laughs>
1: um, so um, it, the UK will be appointing, um, as you probably know, like a like a point system. Um, you see that in Australia, and it seeks to ensure that only um, well, only high skilled workers will come to the UK. Mm-hmm. Um, but all of this, they'll they'll do a, a rejig. This is you know subject to changes and everything else. Um, for me, I was interested in how 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 travel, how that will be affected. Like how will our holidays be affected? Um so
0: important things, right? Uh, no,
1: no, no, <laughs> I, no, I did cover the important things first, sure, this is all rather sure. trivial now. No, no, so no. um flights, boats, trains, all oh, that will operate as normal. Uh-huh. During as many things actually will op- operate normally yeah, um, yeah. during the, the transition period. Um you know, passport control, UK citizens will still be able to stand in the the, the EU citizens queue mm-hmm. um, but with visas
0: well actually I that, can like I inter, interge- cool. interject here because this issue of visas has really interesting mm. because the Scottish government actually put forward a proposal a couple of weeks ago regarding a Scottish visa uh, so you know obviously different regions different nations of the UK have different um, immigration requirements yes, because yes, of their yes, workforce yes. and their demographics mm-hmm. so the Scottish government touted this um, Scottish visa um, but I think it was Dominic Raab and Boris Johnson instantly shot it down the proposal because um, they don't believe you could have separate immigration <coughs> systems without having a border you know at the Scottish border or whatever mm-hmm. but it does sort of raise this um <coughs> this um it does sort of raise this normative uh, frame this kind of normative challenge mm-hmm. you know if there's different nations of the UK the different regions of the UK have different rec- uh, immigration requirements, um, <laughs> then it really does sort of speak to, you know, how are we going to uh, kind of s- help settle these differences, right?
1: Yes, no, no, absolutely right. Absolutely <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, there are all these nitty gritty things. That legal technicalities. Techni- yeah, it just yeah. seems like an awful lot of lot of paperwork to me, but you know, there is much more to it than but that. But you
0: know what? Us. The Brexiteer would say, at least they get their blue passports back.
1: Yes, I know. That was another um, interesting. I, I think, how, how long has it been since? Um, oh, since who we, knows? We, we, decades. But you know what? The thing is, is our, <laughs> for
0: our generation, we're used to the red. So mm-hmm. after the blue come back, we'll be wanting the red back, right? Because that'll exactly. be our nostalgia. Oh,
1: red oh, I did have a blue passport i um, dual, dual nationality, yes, American. So
0: Have you still got a dual, uh, dual nationality? I d-
1: you know what, I'm not too sure how that how I don't how know. Was. I don't know, I, I don't how I don't know if you, you have it for life. I think or, you do have American citizenship. I'm pretty censorship. sure, so yes, yes. I know fun facts well, about me, right? Well. You
0: could have voted... Oh, should, well, we'll save this segment <laughs> about the Iowa uh, caucus for a bit later on. Oh, yes. I'm just noticing the time, and I think, Gabby, it's time for the second song.
1: Oh, um, Shape of You, I believe, by Ed Sheeran. Here <laughs> we tried go. To something clever there
0: that was Shape of You by Ed Sheeran
1: oh good man thoroughly enjoyed that one Um,
0: I hope so you chose it
1: (laughs) thank you Ross so so um, I'm, I'm, we are going to continue this uh, Brexit tra- uh, transparent, uh, trans- uh, transition period discussion. For long? For long. Well, you know what, Ross? I think we just need to get Brexit done. Uh, yeah. I see what you did there. To be honest, not too much. Uh, it looks like the general theme is much is going to stay the same within this transition period. Um, we were talking about visas early on. And um, uh, I mean, after the transition period, British National will need to apply for a visa and apply for a visa waiver as well. Well, um, so similar thing that they have in America, and if you're wanting to study or, or, or work in the UK, um, you might need to apply for a business visa. All this, oh, oh driving licences as well. That's the so fun. So. Um, I mean, obviously, UK driving license has always been valid around the EU. Now, I don't drive, you're a driver. I'm mm-hmm. Ross. Okay. So, Iceland licked inside Norway. All the, all well, you don't
0: drive, country. you drive all of us crazy. Oh, boom, boom. I mean,
1: you only joking. I drive the discussion <laughs> forward. Um, oh, I see it. Wait. It's,
0: a, it's a pun off.
1: Oh, okay, okay, okay. No, um, I'm something later. Say it I've for got later. many in my Arsenal, Ross, don't you worry. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, what happens next, you know, do, do depend on, on the negotiations that take place. Sure. Um, you know, I think enough of that. I want to, I kind of want to end on a on a on a on a light-hearted note. Um, obviously, it's been a mad few years in politics and with with Brexit. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did find some um, some funny slash crazy things that happened um, when Bre- when uh, Britain did decide to, to, to leave the EU. So um,
0: go on, give us a couple.
1: All right, all right. I'll give you a couple. So um, you you probably remember this one because I certainly do. Um, there was a conspiracy theory around um, pens and pencils. So do you remember, like, rumours started to circulate um, that someone would be rubbing out leave votes and changing them for remain. Oh, I remember this. So yeah, it sparked that hashtag Use um, a pen on Twitter. or something, yeah, yeah. Yeah, bring your black pens or bring bring your pens or whatever else. Um, but
0: there's a similar thing up in, in Scotland when there was the referendum, I remember on Twitter.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, I guess it's everyone, no one's happy, you know what I mean, no <laughs> one's ever happy. Sure. And what was the second conspiracy or funny thing
1: you Oh, had? okay. Oh, no, this is one of my favorite ones. So, um, apparently, uh, what is the EU, quote unquote, uh, became one of the most Googled questions um, according to Google Trends. That is. Um, so what is the EU? I
0: have no idea. So go on, tell me. <laughs>
1: All right, sure, sure. No, no, no. So. Ross, one of the most Google questions.
0: What is Brexit? W- no,
1: what is the EU? Oh uh, no! One of those, yeah, according to Google Trends. Oh god. So uh, I mean, that that was definitely one of my favourites. I um, come always. Yeah, uh, th- uh, you probably know this as well. you, YouGov, Um, I turn to mm-hmm. them quite regularly for my statistics. Mm-hmm, yeah, but, of course, yeah. Um, they did get the finals completely wrong. They predicted yeah. it. It was, I think, it was like the other way round. Actually, like fifty-two percent. Um, they um, predicted will remain and forty-eight percent leave. I mean. Uh, you can't really blame you, Gov, for getting sure. it wrong when people don't aren't even sure what the EU well, is. Well, exactly. You
0: know? so, anyway, I'm really glad the providing one remember. more. Oh, one more. Go on, please. <laughs> okay. Thanks, for
1: Thanks. So, um, yeah, and also you probably remember this as well. So, do you remember when um, London tried to? join the EU and and, and gain. And break like, away from oh, the yeah, independence yeah, was as well. Funny. These are these are just uh, some highlighted things. we remember, but um just some funny light hearted things to, um, sure, sure. to to round this this, this bit off, off, I feel yeah.
0: But you know I think that's a great point Gabby's just made there because okay it's been a long journey. A lot of us are fed up with it. But a lot of it is comedy gold for you know comedian mm-hmm. writers and comedian writers.
1: No absolutely now Gabby
0: I think-, I think we need to do this for the next segment. Okay not in any way designed to make light of this uh, next segment mm-hmm. but i think it, it needs to indicate the suspense building up because this has been huge news mm-hmm. the coronavirus which started in china and the yes. ross and gabby show were one of the first shows to report one of the first to bring in the main attention here mm-hmm. um, has actually reached the uk and unbelievably mm-hmm. the first two cases in the uk were here on the University of York. Well,
1: well so students if, of the University well, yeah, of it was York. Yeah, like one of them. So one of them was a student, um, at and the, the second was a family member, uh, right? And the se- uh, yes, I believe that's correct. And a, um, another thing is, I think it was they were they were one of them was from Newcastle, and they were visiting York. Mm-hmm. I believe. But
0: I got an interesting point. The, the, yes. the hotel where they were staying mm. and where they were diagnosed with having mm-hmm. um, coronavirus. Is the hotel that yours truly Ross um, <laughs> stayed in when I was visiting uh, universities for to find to choose my postgraduate program? I stayed in that very hotel, and I, I remember if it was the
1: same room. I remember
0: joking to my friend. Uh, I said, "Do you think that could be the same?" room? I said, "No, no, no. I'm sure it wasn't even that hotel." And it turned out it was that hotel. So
1: oh, dear. It's, it's it's a funny one. Like I, I was saying this last week, it feels some sort of like a post-apocalyptic biological warfare thing going on. I'm not,
0: All these masks but, are scaring me. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. One of my Chinese friends said to me today. um, I think you know him as well. We saw him, and he said, uh, "You know, people in the UK are not taking this seriously enough. In China, we are Mm -hmm. taking it perhaps too seriously." and mm-hmm. it got me thinking though but, but all the medical advice from the World Health Organization excuse me the mm-hmm. World Health Organization has said that if you're a healthy human being and a fit, normal fit health mm-hmm. this shouldn't pose a problem it's mm-hmm. only if you have conditions like um, uh,
1: oh type 1 diabetes like my good self shout oh out dear. to all you type 1 diabetics out there by the way <laughs> well, <laughs> big love well exactly so if,
0: you're, if you've not got any um, pre-existing medical condition mm-hmm. you should be fine if you get it it will be like a, a perhaps mm-hmm. a bit more severe bout of the flu you know
1: yeah this is it it's, it's, I mean it's a strand of the of the sort of the common cold virus one of my friends who's biomedical scientist was, was telling me they should say oh really yeah yeah. so, so I mean
0: I thought the whole who, like, the whole um, the whole reason a lot of people were scared about it is yes it might, similar effects to the common mm. cold but people are particularly scared because it's transferred from animal to human mm. and this is very rare it happens this, this particular strand I'm yeah. not an expert so no neither yeah. am
1: I and I think the thing that's sort of causing this this mass panic as well is the fact that we don't really know about it like this is the first of its kind, if mm. I'm correct, uh, the first of its strand, whatever else. Um, and I think that's one of the scary things. It's like, how do you deal with it? How do you um, how do you stop it from spreading? Like all these things. So I think, you know, we, um, I've got a couple of friends as well who were looking to uh, are buying some face masks and um, got their antibacterial oh, wipes yes. and, and hand sanitizers yesterday. at the ready. Yes, yes. Um, so, so yeah, I mean, I'm sure I'm sure it'll all be fine. I'm, sure, I'm sure it will.
0: <laughs> and you know, the thing is, I do have faith. I mean, even the, the, the opposition health spokespersons commended the mm. NHS England in particular for their response to the mm-hmm. two re- cases that have been diagnosed. So Excellent. there seems to be consensus okay. for once, you know. <laughs> you are listening to your Ross.
1: And Gabby Show.
0: Gabby, go on. Introduce us to the next song. OK, we
1: have you? another song coming up, ladies and gentlemen, selected uh, by me, of course. and it It's Despacito, a uh, funky remix with uh, our very own no, it's not a very. Just
0: That was Despacito.
1: Bye. Justin Bieber who is apparently one of our own as I said it yes.
0: Gabby is a, a comedian upcoming that's a second career for you isn't it
1: yeah yeah, exactly you might give a, give it a go on here for a bit just well, try, try and test it We want to subject
0: yeah. the, the loyal Ross and Gabby show listeners to that <laughs> <laughs> thank you very anyway.
1: much
0: yes. <laughs> Gabby I was wondering which segment would you like to do next I have got a couple oh, of segments lined up we can talk on. about either the Iowa caucus okay. or the 2020 United Nations climate change conference I would like to if it's okay would you have a preference before I say
1: no you're going to front lead either of these so um, I I feel like
0: because I'm a leader
1: (laughs) because you are a leader so um, I'm thinking what about the, the, the climate change yeah, in Glasgow. Yeah, I agree. Actually, on, that's
0: on. a good idea. So, a lot of our a lot of our more um, news savvy listeners out there, and I assume the majority of our listeners are. Cause some of the questions coming in are very pertinent to current affairs, mm-hmm. and that is our a large chunk of our audience. You know, yes,
1: and um, we do appreciate these guys. So you, you know, exactly.
0: Right. You've been suggesting all these in- exciting issues, mm-hmm. and one issue which I have been sort of following, yeah. because it speaks to more than just the climate change. Um, you know crisis we're living through mm. it speaks to constitutional affairs it speaks to mm-hmm. international agreements it speaks to international relations it speaks to diplomacy is mm. the 2020 United Nations climate change conference which is going to be held in Glasgow from the 9th of November to the 19th of November
1: uh-huh okay
0: now Gabby if we'd been if it had been 2019 who knows we might have tried to get press credentials and go along and report for the Ross and Gabby show that would have
1: been amazing
0: (laughs) can you imagine Gabby where are you I'm currently in
1: the (laughs) The (laughs) climate change conference front lines up sorry
0: exactly no 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 so there's been a big big um, issue recently in the past couple Mm. of days <coughs> you're giving me it now excuse me Sorry. Um, uh, it's been I'll a big issue the, the past couple of days mm-hmm. uh, regarding Claire O'Neill mm-hmm. who was the president of the conference yeah. but she was sacked from the position uh, by the by the UK government so let me just do a bit of uh, a backstory to fill in the kind of the, h- the historical do, background yeah. to this so Claire O'Neill was a former conservative minister mm. and she stepped down as an MP mm-hmm. and she retained the position as the president of the conference. Uh-huh. but when Boris Johnson won his overwhelming majority he, he sort of made signals that he was going to get rid of her and put in um, one of his you know a party a polit- politically related a partisan uh, president yes. uh-huh. um, because he wanted the president to be in tune in step with the UK government's lead mm-hmm. over th- the conference okay. and uh, uh, Claire O'Neill has come out swinging today saying that Boris Johnson does not get that's a quote doesn't get climate change mm-hmm. and she's, she's but interestingly she's also criticised the Scottish government now why have I brought that up well mm-hmm. because um, Boris Johnson has refused to invite Nicola Sturgeon to the climate change conference mm-hmm. um, so of course a lot of people in Scotland aren't happy about it mm-hmm. a lot of people in Scotland are happy about it mm-hmm. those who aren't happy about it I think She might try and use it as you know, uh, almost a stepping stone. uh, uh, Some have said a mouthpiece online for to to you know to progress the independence movement. Uh Um, And those who and so they think rather than talking about the climate, she might try and use it as a political uh, Uh uh, thing to whip the UK government against. Mm -hmm. Those who aren't happy with it. uh, I mean, it's a happy stupid question. Th- yeah. Sorry,
1: sorry to interject there. So, is it within his jur- jurisdiction to to, to 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 ban her from these things? It, can she just sort of rock up anyway, or?
0: Well, I'm not sure of the technicalities, but the UN mm. member state is the United Kingdom. It's not England, Scotland, or Wales, or Northern Ireland. Okay. So it's the, it's, sh- it's sh- it'll be represented by the UK government, not this, not the devolved governments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm not actually sure if she can, he can actually ban her, but he can prevent her from speaking on behalf of the UK government. Oh, sure, 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 sure. So you know, anyway, yeah, just to finish that point I was making, that's a good mm-hmm. point. though. Um, so those who aren't happy, aren't happy, who are happy about that she's been banned, thought she might use it as a mouthpiece. Those who mm. aren't happy view it's complete democratic outrage that the the host nation, albeit within the UK state, there's mm. a big difference to make um, legally about difference between state and nation. But that's for a different show. But um <laughs> They think it's an outrage that the you know the nation hosting it, Scotland, mm. isn't the uh, the leader of the the Scottish government is not attending. I'm going you know? to
1: be there, yeah. Yeah.
0: Mm. So I mean, there's, it's a divided opinion, and um, it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out as the conference gets nearer and nearer. Bear mm. in mind, we've only just entered February, so it's not really at the front of lots of people's agendas at the moment.
1: Mm. Well, I'm glad you brought it up.
0: But I can imagine in October there's going to be a lot of uh, debate about the not letting Miss um, Sturgeon, sorry, Nicola Sturgeon, uh, attend.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah. Yes, And that will be the issue that will sort of converge yeah. these things soon. I feel, I feel things like climate change policy, all that. I'm glad you do bring bring this into discussion because it's, mm. it's one of these many things, very, very important pressing issue that's sort of cast into the margin.
0: Absolutely. And it links all these sort of issues up together, doesn't it? Yes. It links the UK constitution. It links... Uh, th- and also, we, we know one guest will definitely be there. Your very own... Greta,
1: Greta Thunberg. Yes. Oh my god. She'll girl. definitely be
0: in attendance. Um,
1: right here. Right I just think it's going to be
0: really exciting, and you know, something I, I, I would actually like to attend. I'm not. I'm not even researched how I would be able to attend, but we, we t- could both attend.
1: I'm really thinking that. So do remember nine, nine, nineteenth, the nineteenth of November. So it will Greg? be the
0: 9th of November to mm. the nineteenth of November, twenty twenty, in Same Glasgow.
1: In Glasgow,
0: the best law school in the UK.
1: <laughs> <laughs> definitely not by <biased>, so.
0: No. <laughs> but no. Glasgow is a fantastic city, uh, you know, Glasgow used to be called one of the c- second city of the empire, you know, take us okay. way back, British Empire, because you had the big ship s- shipbuilding, steel industries. Okay. Of course, all of that's changed now. But, um, you know, it's, yes, it's still... Yes, let go, Ross. Let it let go. Ha, ha, ha. But, um, you know, it's one of those things, Glasgow has got such a rich history, you know. Mm. Um,
1: it's beautiful, but most people. Um, well, actually, I've been to Air Show. Is that, is that near Glasgow? That's in
0: Scotland, yes. <laughs> is that, is <laughs> is that, that in Scotland, Ross? Is
1: that in Scotland, Ross? Yeah, did I do good? Yeah, you did good. Uh,
0: <laughs> but you know, Glasgow is just a beautiful place, and people have this perception, not. A lot of people who I met when I went to Glasgow said, mm. I was really unsure about going to Glasgow because they thought that they had this, you know, the rep- uh, this image of Glasgow mm-hmm. being rough and violent. Mm. The people in Glasgow are the nicest people you will ever meet. I mean, so I was lost in my earth, first week. They would go out of their way to help you. Mm-hmm. Uh, the best of Scotland, you know, and uh-huh. I'm not even from the West Coast. They're just lovely people. So... Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, that um, was noted, a climate change noted. thing. No, mm-hmm. exactly. I just wanted to bring that up to our listeners' attention because I think that that is Ross's pick. You heard it here first. I think mm-hmm. that's going to garner a lot of attention, a lot of debate, and this will be one of the defining issues of mm-hmm. this administration. How does Boris Johnson, how does the PM reconcile the different interests within the UK and the different nations?
1: Yes, really good point. Well, well, well made there, Ross. And I'm gl- very glad you brought that into our discussion. Thank you. Um,
0: Do you think it's time for a third song?
1: I I think so, actually. Um, I'm
0: going
1: to let you introduce this one because I have no idea what it is.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It is Jackie Chan by Post Malone and Tiesto. Nice. That was Jackie Chan.
1: By Post Malone, I did know uh, that song. I was very familiar with it. Um, mm-hmm. Just to let you know. <laughs>
0: right, Gabby, we've got two more segments, and then we've got the Smile of the Week. So first okay. of all, should we do the Iowa Caucus, or do you want to go House of Lords first?
1: Ooh, oh, House of Lords, because I feel we were sure. meant to bring this up last. So it's been a long time coming. Yeah, um, but then we can save that for next week. God, we have so much content this week. I know, I'm so really enjoying time. this. This week, isn't Me it? Me too. Me too. I'm just talking for England. Um, so, as uh, you know both know, and probably um, a lot of you, and the House of Lords. Is potentially um, moving to York. So I mean, it looks like York is now becoming a, a new um, mo- modern political centre point. Well,
0: could be. Well, let's see um, if well, it transpires. Could be. Could be. Yeah. This yeah. I mean,
1: um, I mean, it was in an effort to encourage sort of less um, less London centric decision making. Um, and we, I did say this is a could be move. You know, it could happen in the next five years. And I think. Yeah, so about two thousand and twenty-five when restoration start taking place in Westminster. Now, so the idea—I mean, it's—it's. It's, um Sort of had a, its divide in opinions amongst the, the, the York public. Um, I mean, it, supposedly it helped bridge the gap, the north south um, divide. And mm-hmm. like I said, it has had some sort of mixed, mixed views.
0: Absolutely, Gabby. And you know, this is such an exciting uh, uh, segment to be bringing up because mm-hmm. I don't think, that, that, you know, that, I hate to use that phrase, but the average Joe, like, you know, <laughs> I asked my parents, I asked my f- wider family, none of them had heard about this move, you know. They said, Ross, are you oh. sure this isn't just a figment of your imagination? <laughs> and I said, no, this is definitely being talked about. Nothing's been, you know, uh, concretely proposed or anything.
1: stone, sure.
0: But this is something, you know, it's the part of it. Well, how do you, How do you perceive this, Gabby? I sort of perceive it as um, the Prime Minister, Boris Johnson, the Conservative Party, mm. you know, the UK government are trying to, um, they, you know, they recognise the fact that they only really got in on this landslide because of getting traditional Labour seats from the north. Mm. So they're trying to show, they're trying to demonstrate. This is how I perceive the situation. Yeah, they dem- they're trying to show the north of England that you know we're not taking your votes so for granted. It's not a, a London political. centric. Yeah. yeah, exactly,
1: exactly. I do, to be fair, you know, I do quite like the the, the idea. Mm. I mean. On the one hand, I don't think York is is so far. York in itself mm. is is so far removed or disconnected from all these sure. things. You know, yeah. it's quite cosmopolitan. Like, you yeah. um, have people visiting, studying, working here from 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 all around the world. Um, it's only two
0: and a half hours on the train, isn't it? Isn't it? Yeah, so exactly,
1: exactly. But it'd be interesting to 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 move. You know, the the the, the politics side to the to, to the
0: north. To yeah. To the north,
1: exactly. And geographically, it makes sense because it is actually quite quite central, central in the UK the, and
0: northern of England. Yeah, I guess it kind mm. of is. But, now here's the but. Now, I'm I'm not, you know, I don't think this is gonna happen, but here's the reason I think it won't happen. One of the reasons a lot of people who supported Brexit did so, mm. and obviously a lot of people didn't support it for this reason, was they viewed Brussels as, and I'm quoting here, so the gravy train. You know, they had two parliaments in Strasbourg and Brussels. Yes. and they, they were
1: eight parliaments? No, 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 I'm thinking of somewhere. Belgium. No, you're you're so. thinking of Belgium. Yeah, they yeah, different uh,
0: regional parliaments. <laughs> yeah, yeah, regional. Anyway, <laughs> um, so they have two European parliaments and they were going back and forth between Strasbourg and Brussels. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people viewed it as a gravy train because they would pay for their expenses. Mm-hmm. And people are saying... I'm not going to support this move if we're going to pay for the MPs and the Lords's mm-hmm. commute uh, transport back and forth. Mm. And that's a valid point. It, Is it right for us to demand that they pay their own way, or you know, this might be on a good move in demonstrating, As you a know, s-
1: symbolic gesture. But sure. there's always
0: money. You know, people in this country are, you know, in, yeah. in poverty, relative poverty. You know, sure,
1: uh, sure, sure. And, and it's, it's something that hasn't uh, hasn't really been done before. So it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. Um, but um, it does have
0: historical um, precedent, you know. Mm. In the Middle Ages, the Parliament would move around the country all the time. It wasn't oh, you're just peripatetic,
1: on... weren't they? You're peripatetic, oh, yeah. Great word. Yes, I means sort of to to move around. But no, you you are right. You are right. Um, It'd be interesting. Maybe the the 800 peers could um, engage with York members of the public. Maybe, maybe we could even get get one on our show Good in the point. future. Well, well,
0: we won't be there in, Regarding in this House of Lords segment, do message us in and let us know your opinion. Also, Gabby, shall we tell them the exciting news about the segment which has been long awaited for?
1: Please do. Yes, yes. Do, do we get a drum roll for this one?
0: I think you're right. Wait, I, I think I, this segment I definitely merits a drum roll. <laughs> In the next two weeks, Ross and Gabby will be filming and recording on campus the segment Mm -hmm. called... Calling it Reporting York.
1: That's it, Reporting York. Reporting York. York. Reporting York.
0: You can see by our kind of hesitance, we've had so many names in our head, we've settled on Reporting York. Yeah,
1: exactly. And, you know, this is, um, you know, this is something that we wanted to put good quality time into. And that's why maybe it took longer longer than we Mm -hmm. planned but um, at least you know good planning has gone into this but I'm very 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 excited to launch this this fall
0: yes absolutely Gabby's right there and you know reporting York is one of those segments we have been working on a long while and Mm -hmm. actually I'll let the audience know this Gabby Mm -hmm. we actually did some filming the first filming yesterday so we're really excited to get out there meet the student body in the next couple of weeks
1: Mm -hmm. Um, got a lot of outtakes
0: definitely before the end of season two you Mm -hmm. will be able to view interviews with at least one or two people we're not going to put a number on it yet. But, no, so yeah. just, just,
1: just. Uh, I was going to say, look out for us. A lot of you probably don't know what we look like, but we'll come find you. We'll find don't you. you <laughs> <worry>. <laughs> and get your say, Reporting York.
0: Your say, Reporting York. That's how I got confused, yes. It's your say, Reporting York.
1: Uh-huh, and then are.
0: our friends would say to us, so what are you two doing? And Gabby said, we're Yorking about. Uh, boom, the bo- boom,
1: there we go, there <laughs> we go.
0: <laughs> but yes, Reporting York is that segment we're really excited for, because it's mm-hmm. something unique to our show, isn't it?
1: Exactly, it adds a, adds a different dimension to all this, mate. Radio Malaki. Mm-hmm. And um, don't get me wrong, we both love the sound of our own voices, but you want know, to get our faces out there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, well, Gabby, course- if you
0: keep going on with that tact of speaking, I think where I'm going to be doing this show is solo oh, next week. Right?
1: <laughs> right, right, ho. Go on, introduce it. Uh, that would be solo, Demi, fe- featuring Demi Lovato, Clean Bandit. Let's go. Solo, solo. Well, that was uh, solo uh, by Clean Bandit, uh, featuring featuring me <laughs> because you're not going to be going solo Ross we've been uh, through
0: this yeah no we're, we're, we come as a duo everybody a duo everybody so um, we
1: do.
0: <laughs> um, right Gabby I think you know last week you those loyal listeners of ours will know we have a segment mm-hmm. called Smile of the Week a positive news story because there's a lot of doom and gloom in the news
1: yeah exactly sometimes we to and fro whether we do Smile of the Week Riddle of the Week yeah um, we spice
0: it up but you know we'll see how we feel in the day
1: yeah exactly um, uh, by the way for um, those of you who have been um, tuning into all of our shows uh it's one one for the riddle of the week, so yes. do keep that in mind. So
0: next week we'll continue with that. Mm-hmm. But Gabby, last week I did the smile of the week, so I think it's your turn for a smile of the week.
1: Okay, okay. So I mean, I, I had a couple in mind, but this one I just thought was I thought was really lovely. Like sometimes I'll, oh. I'll choose something that will give me um, a laugh. That's my sure. um, general theme for this. But um, right, listen to this. So um, there's been uh, some chart successes in music chart success for um, an, an, an Edinburgh uh, dementia pa- patient. I heard about this. Ta-doo, yes. yes. And then their carer as well. My way. Go on, Frank Sinatra. Yes. yes else, I know yes that. Yeah. Um, so that's it. It was a, their version of uh, Frank Sinatra's My Way. Um, and uh, they, it's going to help raise money for a uh, dementia charity, something that's very, very, very important, I'm sure, to a lot of people. Sure. Um, so, yeah, they they, sank, they sang um, this version of My Way. It was at a Christmas party. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they had no idea that they would make it to the charts.
0: Absolutely. They had no idea at all. And it just blew up, didn't it?
1: It did. Yeah. It hit uh, apparently um so, like I said, it was—it's um, um, been recorded to help raise money for um, for charities, but it's—it's it's now stormed ahead of world my name such as Ed Sheeran, who um, we were playing earlier, um, James Blunt as well, and um, now the, the the single is climbing the download load chart. So, I think that's absolutely lovely, like something you just—you know, It's a good story a whim, that actually
0: really is, yeah. It's
1: that yeah. it warms, warms your bones, doesn't it? Yeah, um, and something that obviously that you know that wasn't planned. Um, they just sort of did it on a whim, probably just to um, for for their own enjoyment. And now it is climbing the charts. Yeah. Maybe we should do. Maybe something we should
0: do a single. No. 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 <laughs> well, maybe yeah. But you know, <laughs> Gabby, I think you know we've got a couple of more songs, and that's such okay. a nice segue into you know this song because this song mm. does. this Do you know what the song was about?
1: Um. About what the Frank uh, the Frank Sinatra song.
0: Yeah. Do, do I know what it's about yeah
1: no I don't, I don't yeah. really do you
0: well I think it was just about him like having his way you got to believe in yourself I don't know what it's about that's my interpretation everybody do you oh, message okay. in I thought wrong. you
1: were going to give us some lengthy history oh, about no, no, and no, some no, backstory no, no. about what it I thought it was you about.
0: did sorry that's why.
1: no it was my smile of the week I should really no no but, <laughs> but I, I remember <laughs> reading
0: some no but it's, it's only the thing, reason I brought it up is because I remember reading somewhere that mm-hmm. this song is kind of like how you know it's against the odds you can still make it if you do it your own way mm-hmm. and, but um which
1: is exactly what happened which is quite nice yeah
0: Now, Gabby, we've got a couple more songs to play before the show finishes today. Um, Would you like to introduce the next song? Because you chose it.
1: Yes. Again, I've got no clever intro for this, but um, it's Ugly Heart by... Right, it's it's GRL by, say, girl. Here we go.
0: That was Ugly Heart by GRL. Gabby, really quickly because we've mm-hmm. got time for one more song, but we're gonna provide a quick kind of introduce into what we're introduction into what we're gonna talk about next week. Please so do. those political junkies out there will know that <laughs> Iowa caucus is happening right now in America and uh-huh. the BBC News is describing it as a muddled mess, but there's no clear winner. There's been technical problems mm. and Mr Trump, Donald Trump, the president, is portraying it as a victory for him because there's been no real winner. Mm-hmm. The winner is not yet declared, it's been over twenty four hours, so we'll get back to that next week won't we yeah
1: absolutely we'll we'll, uh, talk a bit more about that
0: well everybody we're going to play one last song to to sound us out it's the Hall of Fame by uh, The Script featuring Well I Am you have been listening to
1: The Ross and Gabby Show with me Gabby and
0: me Ross here we go